0: Hello and welcome to Watch Movies With Us. I am your co-host Chrissy and when I was a child and I would watch Snow White, I would regularly run out of the room every time the witch came on screen, but not even like the hag, like the witch and the hag. So I really only watched ever like a quarter of the film (laughs) because... Evil Queen is in a lot of a, a lot of scenes.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, malev—is it Maleficent that you were scared of? Because she's a badass villain. Are you just no, talking about the lady Snow that White. gives her the apple? What? Or are you just talking about the lady that gives her the apple? Oh, you said Snow White. I'm thinking yeah. of Sleeping
0: Beauty. But no, who's nice. the who's the bad person in I, in Snow White? It's just called the Evil Queen, I believe. Like she's like a stepmother, Evil Queen. I, I have to say that's my
1: least favorite disney movie of all time it is at the very bottom i mean
0: i don't care for it these days either it's pretty boring but when i was a child you know little chrissy would go hard for that movie it's so interesting i I remember as a kid being even as a
1: kid being like why is this on the tv i didn't like that movie that was my least favorite Disney movie of all time but that witch lady though is pretty creepy the hag lady with the big nose and stuff that gives the apple is that one is that the right person
0: yeah, and it makes sense okay. to run away for her. doesn't make yeah. sense to run away from the woman who's in, like, the cowl and, like, you, her face you just all gone up.
1: She was a little bit strange-looking. You were just going off vibes. That just shows that your instincts were at prime. <laughs> you knew not to mess with that lady, so you were like, I can't handle it. <laughs> she was weird-looking. Yeah, and I remember she just being really pale. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, but... uh. I'm joined by my co-host Terry. <laughs> Terry,
1: introduce yourself. Hey, you. hi, I'm Terry. I'm Chrissy's co-host. I say that every single time, but it feels right. Um, so I, rem- uh, well, when I was a kid, my favorite movie—this was elementary school. My favorite movie of all time was Titanic. Loved Titanic. Loved Leonardo DiCaprio. Just mwah, loved it, right? <laughs> so I was obsessed with it as a kid. And I remember asking my mom, could you please buy me Titanic on VHS? And I specifically told her, it comes on two VHS's. You can't miss it. And then for Christmas, I opened up a box and it's the 1953 Titanic with Barbara Stanwyck. <laughs> I remember being pissed. I'm so pissed. I'm like, this is not it. This is not the one. And I just, I never watched it. I just knew that wasn't it. I specifically wanted Leo Titanic, not Barbara Stanwyck, not, not, not Clifton Webb. I didn't want that.
0: <laughs> Dude, that is such a great story. I love that so much. And, and I you know i feel for you. I can't, I remember being a kid and getting like the wrong version of what I wanted. And uh-huh. like, that was like, it was worse than not getting it at all. Yeah.
1: Such a little ungrateful child. <laughs> Just being so disappointed, you know, <laughs> especially when you're real clear about something <laughs> and you know,
0: you're going to get it. <laughs> nope. just- Mom, I asked for the one that has two VHS sets. Are these two? No. No. I'm
1: like, I, mean, I remember looking at the box and being like, this is awfully thin. I was just like, this doesn't feel right. I just, and you know how when you're a kid, you're real good at being tactile and touching oh, yeah. presents and being like, oh, I think I kind of have an idea what this could be. I knew it was a movie. I just was like, this doesn't feel right. And it wasn't right. <laughs> so, you know, never watched it either. I was like, I look, I remember looking at who was on the back of it and looking at the cover and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to watch this. However, I feel like now I should probably give it a shot.
0: I mean, I've never even heard of it. So. <laughs> I might have been in the clear, not seeing that one. It, it was old as shit. It
1: was. I remember. It was. I think it was in black and white too. I remember the cover. Like, it was. I just remember it being really old. And I and I just was like, this is this is from the fifties. This is old. I don't want this. This isn't it. But I appreciate
0: everything you do, mom. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Terry. Mom. <laughs> Thank you, all mothers. True. Very much. Yes. yes um yeah um so today we are discussing more wandavision on the show where Mm -hmm. we talk about movies we're talking about more television um (laughs) we've done more television than movies yes we have (laughs) but we are talking about some good television um, yes streaming television Mm -hmm. and um yeah so we'll start off with episode seven right now um which is Breaking the Fourth Wall, and we yeah. called it on our last podcast episode. I think you called it more than any of, like, the, yeah. like. I think you called it. You
1: were pretty spot on.
0: Okay, thanks, but we'll, we'll get <laughs> to something else later that you called pretty hard. Um, we'll get to that later, but, um, but yeah, no, I was really, I was like, oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I got Just it.
1: Instantly no. from it, from the yeah. theme, you're like, oh, yeah, they, they, yeah. they, that was perfect
0: yeah and um so there's a lot that we called on this episode actually Mm -hmm. so like we called that the style would be in documentary style breaking fourth wall like modern Mm -hmm. family and we also Mm -hmm. called that agatha harkness was the villain behind Mm -hmm. it all and that it was agnes all along Mm -hmm. it was
1: agatha all along Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) yeah which fun fact i figured out that was her singing i didn't realize she could sing Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah she the, can actually I, sing.
0: In Step Brothers, she has like a really weird
1: solo <laughs>
0: when she sings. Um, she sings uh, "Sweet Child of Mine." It is mm-hmm. creepy and disturbing, but the best. <laughs> it doesn't
1: sound like she's good at it.
0: Oh uh, yeah, Catherine Hahn is, I think, really adaptable and yeah. multi talented, and I'm well, such a fan.
1: Well, I I liked her too. I'm gonna i'll get to when we kind of talk a little bit more about her but i think just like some of the quirky quirk things that she does as a villain really under my skin so
0: we can talk a little bit about that that. yeah um so you know wanda really talks to camera in this episode and and Mm -hmm. tells her feelings to us and there's a kind of um, at one point the cameraman talks back to her and says like you know isn't this mm-hmm. all your fault something along those lines fun uh, fact that's also catherine huh? yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah 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 pretty cool that. that's
1: her vo- that's actually her voice too i think no. they just yeah they just made it slower or like oh. knocked it down a octave or pitch or
0: whatever oh, good for yeah. them that's fine mm-hmm. yeah and so um we're gonna speed through this episode i feel to get to some more just to the key points rambo um Mm -hmm. monica rambo goes through the hex like a second time and she Mm -hmm. develops powers Mm -hmm. and from googling i think we can all see where that she turns into a superhero i think she's called oh man i'll have to go ton thank you thank you yeah yeah Um, and so she's a character. But you mentioned, Terry mentioned the idea of going through the hex, create, like activating the X gene. And I don't think that's a terrible idea now. Sticking after seeing episode eight, I'm sticking with that concept of like yeah. people
1: having these abilities already. And then something happens to basically mutate that or exploit that or amplify that. I'm sticking with that theory. Yeah. I'm thinking like this... This, how we're in this phase, everything from WandaVision to Doctor Strange Multiverse and then that Loki series, I think that's all going <clears> to, <throat> excuse me, I think that's all going to lead to mutants somehow, or mutants are going to play if something's going to happen with that. Mm.
0: But I'm sticking with that theory. I do like that theory. I. It's yeah. hard for me to believe that mutants would be born of this series just because mm. it's a show on Disney Plus. It's not a mutant. Right. Um, but it is it is a fun idea and the fact Mm -hmm. that monica did gain powers was great Mm -hmm. also like team glowy eyes love it Mm, Um, me too (laughs) and it was also just fun to watch actual like hero stuff going down yeah Um, i
1: really liked how they handled like i liked her going through the hex and like her splitting off kind mm -hmm. of thing and then the glowy eyes and then her being able to see which i don't know what that really was with the wandavision with her eyes being able to see things and like all that weird those weird colors um but I really like how they handle that I loved how she just like all of a sudden like superhero pose on the ground (laughs) like Uh, I'm I'm into it (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) love it um and so yeah so Mm -hmm. we find out that Agatha that Agnes is Agatha Harkness, which is a character from the Marvel Comics, a witch mm-hmm. who's typically played by an older woman, mm-hmm. and she has controlled Wanda in the past, and Wanda and Vision in mm-hmm. the comic books, but in the show, it's really our next episode previously on where we find more of the character that Agatha is, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, I... I don't want to spend too much time on breaking the fourth wall, um, but is there anything else that you want to mention?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed that episode. I love I loved the concept of Wanda just being like, I've had enough. She, it's just been a day for her. She didn't want to get out of bed. She didn't want to take care of the kids. I love that she was talking to the camera and she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> like, it's fine. <laughs> Like, clearly you're not fine, but I just liked, I just, I think I just liked that idea, and I also just like Elizabeth Olsen's acting, so I was yeah. cool with it, and I just found it really funny, um, and I just was like, she's a mom who's just been like, it's been a long couple of days, it's been a long, mm-hmm. however long this has been happening, she's like, I just need a break, basically. Yeah, <laughs> she just looks so fed up.
0: Yeah, and it, and it's, it shows that, and when we think about timeline-wise, mm-hmm. like, this all transpired, like, Vision died maybe a week ago. Right, so exactly. So it transpired yeah. all very quickly. So she's mm-hmm. falling apart, and her world was glitching yeah. and made a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, well, speaking of falling apart, I think about the commercial, like, the antidepressant commercial, which <laughs> it's like, pretty be accurate. Best. Yeah, it was, like, pretty accurate. But then I did some research, and I was, so, like, the whole idea of it being called Nexus is because there's this thing in the – I don't know if it's like in the Marvel universe or the comic book world where there's these things called Nexus being beings, and technically um, Wanda is that. Like if you were in um, like Jean Grey is that, and I forgot another character is that. But there's these beings that have the ability to completely rewrite hit, like reality, um, and like these really ah. powerful beings. Um, and I think th- um, like that concept, like, and they have the ability to create alternate timelines and do all these different things, which kind of leads to the loki series where it's that organization that's trying to like monitor um time interferences like different ways that like mm-hmm. the the timeline is messed up or trying to keep it to a minimum which i think that's why i was saying like these next kind of show this 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 show the loki one and then obviously uh i think i feel like spider-man 3 is also going to be playing into this a little bit because that's just kind of the next one to come out and then the Doctor Strange. uh, multiverse of madness or whatever it's called I think those like the those four kind of chunks of movies and tv shows are really going to set up the next kind of phase of like what's expanding the universe what's really happening kind of um, thing so yeah I was like I I really liked the fact that they did they did like a a prescription like pharmaceutical commercial which is really weird there's not many countries I think there's like only a couple countries in the world that are like, you can show pharmaceutical commercials and like advertise for ph- oh, like wow. drugs. Like you yeah. can't do that. The United States is one of them, which I think is actually kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just like interesting she's depressed and it leads to more depression is one of the little qualms that they say in the commercial. And it was like a play on Nexus as her being a Nexus being. So I really liked that commercial.
0: And you know, it sounds like an antidepressant. Uh, yeah. like, <laughs> Nexus. It yeah. does. It does absolutely. It does. Um, like I can see, like the brand name in my my brain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but that is so cool about the whole Nexus being, and it really plays into what we're learning in the next episode mm-hmm. um, yeah. makes a lot of sense now yeah um, so yeah
1: I just wanted to point that out because I know it's like you said it's a big part of the next episode which is something we're going to probably mm-hmm. really dive into in a moment
0: yeah Um. okay yeah I guess we will go ahead into the next episode where mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> Agatha has wanda trapped in her little basement lair and mm-hmm. um it opened but the episode opens up with um agatha in salem and you're seeing that she is a witch and it's almost as if the power bends to her will or the power really embodies her versus her using the power that's at least yeah. what she tried to explain that it's like she wasn't in control of the power necessarily it's like it just sort of it, 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 it comes to her and then it gets manipulated um, so much so that her energy sucked all of the life force out of all of the people in her coven, including her mother. Um, and it was yeah. a very different vibe to not only open up outside of the sitcom world, which we have before mm-hmm. when we did with Monica, but to open mm-hmm. up in witch world is yeah and something different style and it and it really is yeah um reaching some levels right now by bringing in magic and witchcraft which has always Mm -hmm. been part of the marvel universe but to bring it into the mcu you have to be very careful because there's already so many ideas being thrown around Mm yeah um so while i enjoy it because i love witchy stuff i love salem stuff (laughs) You mm-hmm. do. I know you do, too. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can totally see this putting a lot of people off and um, other people not enjoying, like, anything involving witchcraft because it's not necessarily the same tone as the Marvel Universe. Right. Um,
1: it's, it's, it's very different. I would say this episode actually left me with more questions than any of the, like, the other episodes that I've had. Um, this one just made me feel like almost confused in a way. The other ones made me feel confused, but it was more of like this. I don't know how to describe it. This was like you just said, the tone was a little bit different because obviously we're going into Agatha's um, backstory, and I think with it being set in a real place, like you know, we're in the like the Marvel movies. Yeah, it's set in the real world, but we don't necessarily like fully go into, like, history, history, like, I would say maybe Captain America, like, the first adventure, obviously, set during, I don't know, was it World War <clears> One, <throat> maybe World War Two? I can't remember, um, like, obviously, that's a, p- a moment in history, but, like, obviously, you have, like, the lore of Hydra being in there, and, like, obviously, we know that's not real history, although it's based off of Nazis and stuff like that, so I get it, but this is, this feels a little different, because, like, this is something that can be, like, directly, like, you can like it's directly part of history It also kind of has like this weird intersection where like it kind of goes into like the idea of Christianity too and like weird religion and stuff like that in some aspects so like when you just said you're like I don't know if people are gonna like this kind of thing because I mean there's there's elements of just like religious undertones in this that some people may not want to watch and I think it's interesting because even though Agnes is a witch, and I like you said, love my witches, love Salem, love like love it all. Like even even Doctor Strange, that's a that's sorcery, that's a form yeah, of witchcraft I was in say its own. That, he's a little bit of a time wizard. Yeah, so I'm like, it's kind of like it's similar, and I was wonder, I'm thinking like, are they gonna kind of connect the two? Because I don't remember if it was the end of episode seven or it happened in episode eight where we saw that glowing book. And I was like, maybe that's a book that was in one of the um, I just recently watched Dr. Strange again, Um, um, like the book of Cagliosto, which was one of the things in Dr. Strange that the zealots took and like how Dr. Strange learned all of that sorcery magic when he was reading all those books. I was like, maybe that's a part of that. If they're going to try to connect it, I don't know how, but it just it's like these two different like do we really have these two different entities that can do magic (laughs) and all of a sudden now we're just knowing about the other one that's been around even longer it seems like I don't know but it's interesting
0: yeah I I definitely think (laughs) we could it just needs to be done well I yeah continuity and Mm -hmm. um You know, I was listening to another podcast, and this is what the MCU does incredibly well and why Mm -hmm. I think we continue to watch it. And it's almost Mm -hmm. like we're looking about, like, instead of being like, is this a good movie? We're more interested in how are they going to tie the pieces Mm -hmm. together? Yeah, we're fully invested. Yeah, Um, to the whole universe. Exactly. Yeah. And like, like a really good example is in Infinity War, you know, like, Thor lose they're like okay so how are we gonna make Thor his lose his eye because in the comic he loses his eye we want to give him an eye patch and -hmm. they find a way to do that and they're like okay but this is Hollywood he needs to be sexy so how do we give him an eyeball back and they're like Mm -hmm. well you know Rocket is always carrying different body parts around of course he has an eye on him Mm -hmm. and it's like what's the chances that you know he like he canonically finds like a glass eyeball or like a mechanical yeah. eyeball and like doesn't have to go to a shop or something like that how is it right. that he's so he runs into the perfect character to get an eye like yeah was that planned or was it just a right. happy accident and yeah yeah and um, i get you and that's what they do well and um i mean there are tv shows that can't do that and tv yeah. shows are given the like the time to map things out and they're given Mm -hmm. like permission to do that Mm -hmm. um and I guess it's because Marvel's so confident that they're sure bet they're going to have another movie that they're like okay we can plan this so far in advance and I would argue I'm going a bit off topic but I would argue like this is what Star Wars got wrong you Mm -hmm. know um for the last three Star Wars they didn't plan three I didn't
1: no. plan at all nothing they didn't plan it. a. Tr- they didn't plan a trilogy they planned three separate movies and yeah. just hoped that shit would work out and yeah exactly I I 100% agree with you I think the more that we talk about it the more I'm actually starting to get a bit worried because I'm starting to think like well Agnes is technically this witch who's always had this magical ability Wanda is they call her well I don't want to like get too far ahead but obviously we can say it. but Oh, okay well like they call her Scarlet. well agatha calls her the scarlet witch mm-hmm. and it's kind of interpreted that like she's always had some dormant abilities but it doesn't get amplified until she t- like the mind fu- the mind stone like does something to her where it amplifies her abilities like cuz it shows her like as a kid looking at this rocket um and like doing some weird hex on like like she's not even doing anything weird it's just like you see her like focusing in on it and then you can hear agatha in the heart like in the background saying that she did a probability hex or something like that to keep it from blowing up so then you're like okay so she's been a witch since she was a kid so she didn't get all of her abilities from the mind stone kind of thing it just did something where it amplified it i'm assuming and then then you have another like getting a little bit off topic but then you have another entity being like dr strange who's just able to go to um i don't know was it tibet i don't know where it was at and just like look at the sorcerer supreme and just like learn how to do magic so i'm like are these people witches? Are they mutants that have like this weird gene? Are they like just people who've always been able to do something? And it just, like it's, I'm trying to, I don't want to think too far ahead, but it's starting to make me be like, okay, we have all these different entities that can just do magic. And then obviously you have Monica Rambeau who seemed to get powers too from something that derived from Wanda. And then like you learn that like Wanda was the one that actually did the entire hex herself kind of thing, which is pretty interesting. So obviously she's a powerful being but just like, I I guess what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to categorize everything now and try to make sense of stuff and I'm just trying to figure out where do people fit underneath this and then it leads me to think, okay, so what does Agatha really want from from Wanda, because now after episode
0: eight, I'm like, I don't know if it's the kids. <laughs> yeah, and so. and, I, and I I say the same thing. At this point, it's like she wants to kill Wanda because she's yeah. like a danger into the world. But I don't know. Like I don't know. I yeah. I agree. The whole Agatha thing. I'm like, why are you here? You didn't create the hex because they said mm-hmm. Agatha was behind it all. I'm like, what? You weren't behind a lot. You were behind like hijinks. You weren't behind. Yeah. The hex. You weren't behind. What we're really here for, Um right? You know. just kind of walked in. I think yeah. she
1: sensed. I think she sent somebody do I think she just. I think she might just be after Wanda's power. Like she seems mm-hmm. to be somebody who craves power in the sense that she took all of Rick coven's power. Yeah. in that sense, even if it was to save herself, um. But like, I don't. She might be jealous. I don't know. She might be like, this is somebody who has like. like you know this extreme these powers and i got cast out from wanting to like from being just naturally gifted you know that's what it seemed like from the coven is like she she was just kind of like she kind of just bypassed the rules and was like i want to learn more strong magic kind of thing and they were kind of just like you know you learned you you were ta- you were messing around with something that you weren't ready for you didn't earn kind of necessarily um but now that like thinking about it it's like i don't know she's after the kids i think she might just be like I don't know if she finds Wanda a threat or she wants to use Wanda's magic Mm -hmm. in some way to help her. I don't know. We don't know much about her at this point to be able to determine that.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. She, she mentions at the end of the episode that she's the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Um, also when Wanda does go to look at the stone, she has a vision of, you know, no pun intended really of a, uh, of like the scarlet witch outline like the Mm -hmm. cool little um headdress that Mm -hmm. is in the original comics for scarlet witch and i did when i researched this they mentioned this is the first time she's ever been referred to as the scarlet witch in the series yeah um you're right yeah she was always mentioned she was always called wanda yeah um and i guess pietro was never called quicksilver um. No, I don't think so. Right. No. Um. Yeah. In my notes, I wrote like I was bummed. Agatha <laughs> isn't more of a mastermind, and she's really just there to watch. When you think about it. Yeah, um,
1: you're right. I mean, they had the little, uh, like song Agatha all along, but. Agatha didn't, it, it would have made, it would have been, it would have made sense if Agatha given her, had given her the ability to create the eggs, but no, we find out Wanda did that all herself. I think for the longest time during the series, I was like, Wanda can't, she's not, like, something has to help her do this. I don't know if she has the ability to do all of it herself, and it seems like at the end of this episode, like, yeah, she did all of it herself, yeah. and, like, nothing helped her do it. hmm So... Huh
0: like her pain <laughs> yeah 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 yeah
1: absolutely and, and
0: uh, uh, we get hayward the f and yeah. lion
1: oh i don't like him i don't I want him to be the mess. yeah i don't want him to be the mastermind of it all i don't
0: want him to be it please don't be it he's certainly not the mastermind i'm trying to understand his motivation as to why mm-hmm. he's doing this at me all. too me too other than the idea that he thinks she's just a threat. Yeah, that I'm afraid that's their only reason, and they might do that. And if that's the reason, I'm like, I'm sorry, that's not it's, a good enough reason for me. I know it's
1: gonna be boring. It's so one dimensional. I hope not to. And, like, you guys worked
0: so hard to make this show
1: good. Don't don't cop out.
0: <laughs> did you um, stick around for past the credit scene? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I think we all expected it. He has a little mm-hmm. uh, vision robot, um, yeah. <laughs> which is.
1: Well, I mean, nuts because that means Wanda just made vision. And you, yeah. I remember you questioning, like, how does he have a conscience and like able to, like, d- she just
0: made him. Yeah, Weird, same right? with her children. She like created, like, true. Three yeah. Three creatures that come from nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which, <laughs> which is insane. Yeah. And I think have, uh, yeah, like, they, they, they're fully conscious creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an autonomous almost, but they like yeah. can't exist outside of the hex. Um, yeah. It was I was so I was yelling at the television screen where they when they were showing um, visions ripped apart body to wander. Yeah, I was yeah. like, why would you do that, you asshole? Why would you uh, do that? Stop. Yeah. <laughs> I was That's so pretty. mad. And um it is messed up manipulated all of the footage to make it look like she broke in but she was really just uh not (laughs) yeah
1: yeah uh uh-huh yeah I know it was pretty messed up and like it didn't even look like they knew what they were doing it it just looked like they were just hacking away yeah and to me I'm trying to understand what exactly was he trying to do and I was wondering if he was trying to force Wanda to resurrect him like like manipulate her to resurrect him because I think there's something that he wants from yeah. from vision, and like obviously, I think, yeah, I think he was trying to mine effort during that scene, like really push over the edge in the hopes that she would resurrect vision, but in the end, it didn't work, and then he got lucky when Wanda did something to that piece of um, tech where it had her magical imprint on it, and then he was able to infuse that into white vision, mm-hmm. so like I don't. I, I I think that's what he wants. That's kind of how I understood it. But I'm also like, well, what makes you think? Like, what are you gonna do with a with a vision? Like a resurrected vision. Like, what exactly is it about? Like, what can you possibly do with it? Which is what I'm a little bit confused I mean, about.
0: They, they want to use them as a weapon. I'm also
1: kind of like,
0: where? I'm also be like, where are the
1: other Avengers at? <laughs> like, I know Steve, it's gone. I know mm-hmm. Iron Man is gone, but like like no Natasha's dead (laughs) I guess I'm answering my own questions yeah why did why did you guys just let him take Vision's body
0: or the Vision's body I'm just trying to think who's left to be able to help and I guess there isn't much there really isn't because the only people I think who could really help Mm -hmm. are um, the Winter Soldier and the Falcon because they're really the only entities left that have any kind of I don't know, responsibility, I would say, or like right. who, are, who are adults, because right. like Peter right. Parker is not going to be able to help. And, mm-hmm. and, and Doctor Strange is too busy with his own space war- thing. And everyone else is, I, I said space, I meant time, like time wizard thing. And he's mm-hmm. taking care of business there. Like, I mean, for all we know, Peter Parker is in Italy right now, and yeah. everyone else is in space, you know? um so i guess the hulk is the only one it's it's really the winter soldier and falcon and the hulk that could help um
1: frankly like if if tony was still alive he would have been the one to probably recover the Vision's body and captain america would have been the one to help do that too morally so you're right they're gone i just (laughs) just feels weird i
0: don't know it just feels strange yeah and uh it makes sense, which is, which uh, again, even puts even further as to how alone Wanda is.
1: True that, yeah. Like,
0: they're real. I really think other than like, you know, the Captain America type, like, (laughs) I just feel weird saying Falcon and Winter Soldier (laughs) over and over again, but Mm -hmm. like, other than those two, she really, there's really no one else. Or there's also the mission, like, um, Don Cheadle's character. um, Yeah, Rhodey. Yeah, um, yeah, you just gotta assume that they're all busy and, right now. And the but... the whole the whole game busy. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah. Ruffalo's too busy trying to get out of this franchise. <laughs> 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 trying to yeah. find a way to get written out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm wondering where they're gonna bring him in because he's still around narr- narratively, and I know Thor is going to be written out narratively. um so i'm really curious what's gonna happen to the hulk because he's still he's still here somehow and i don't know what his last what his last little thing's going to be right um yeah uh yeah so back to the show i Mm -hmm. am there is a moment where agatha mentions pietro she they're like oh you're in charge Mm -hmm. of pietro Mm -hmm. and she mentions um what She's like, well, I had to get a Pietro. I couldn't get the original because he, you know, I can't do necromancy. He's going to have all these holes in him. Mm -hmm. And so she's saying, I got a Pietro. She's not saying I got an actor and had him play him. She's saying, I found one. And so one thing that bums me out is I really feel they're going to give no more information as to how she pulled him out of a different timeline. Right. But I think it's one of our first hints that we got a mutant from a different timeline. And it's just I, I believe going forward we're just gonna hit have hints and hints here and there and no full answers until we get to um, I'm guessing Spider-Man because that's the next one. Yeah. Um and the next Spider-Man is going to have it's gonna be like an into the Spider-Verse, but live live yeah. action really. Yeah. Um, and probably I if my guess is that it's going to be I don't know. It's just not going to be as good as Into the Spider-Verse because if you're trying to create, you you can't, it's already a masterpiece and mm-hmm. may, I just hope they do it, do it justice and have yes. a, a good storyline that's worth it. Right. But,
1: um, I don't, yeah, I, I don't think they'll do it, like I don't think anything will top the Into the Spider-Verse because that was just like its own thing not only was it like tipping like not only was it pulling obviously spider-man like different spider-man characters from different universes which is just so cool in itself but it just the animation style and the yeah. way that that movie was done just puts it out of like puts it in its own bubble like i don't think anything's gonna touch that but oh. obviously this spider-man is going to try to do something similar to pull like the multiverse mm-hmm. kind of thing or pulling out different ones mm-hmm. so i'm like if it's just almost as good as the other one then i'd be okay with it Just has to work well. It just has to work well, and hopefully they get uh, it.
0: Catherine Han voices the Doc Ock, and that. Yeah yeah <laughs> you're right you're
1: right I forgot all about that she sure does yeah yeah speaking about her as a villain mm-hmm. there was some like weird quirky things that she was doing that it's a it's a villain thing for me so I don't like it when my villains are like super close to my face or their mouths are real close to my face or they're touching me or they're doing something weird with their hands like it, it gives me the heebie-jeebies and so like there <laughs> but that that's not saying that she wasn't a she was great I think that's probably why I was like like for me like why I liked her in a sense because I'm like oh she's making me feel uncomfortable and that's what she should do as a villain like you know what I mean but like even when she was sitting in the director's chair when she was like it's Agatha all along and she put her finger up to her lips and her lips did this weird thing I was just like oh my god she's making me so uncomfortable and when she was in Wanda's face and like doing the magic with her hands and then she pulled her hair out i was like get away from me (laughs) but it's because she's a villain so it kind of freaks me out a little bit it's just those little weird quirks now that i'm associating with that character now Mm -hmm. and that villain so i'm just kind of like oh get away from me i don't know i mean
0: i find agatha to really be larger than life but yes anyone i doubt anyone listening to the show has this viewpoint but i know that there are people out Mm -hmm. there who aren't going to like agatha and my defense will be like look at loki man he is mm-hmm. also larger than life he has mm-hmm. so many quips he's so annoying but mm-hmm. we still love him you know like yeah. we mostly love him and the, and mm-hmm. just really look into all marvel um villains they are larger than life they yeah. are they are ridiculous when yeah. you think about it they are so like ronin from Guardians of the Galaxy, forget about mm-hmm. it. So oh, for her oof. to make all of these quips and to be like really extra witchy, you mm-hmm. know, um, my my response is just that 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 is typical and for a Marvel villain, and I'm worried people won't like her because she's a female villain. Um, oh no I
1: love family, you so. you know I love a female villain oh, I know I mean, yeah love it I just mean she makes me feel so uncomfortable and that's what she should do as a villain I shouldn't yeah, feel comfortable around her
0: my yeah. response isn't to necessarily to you it's more mm-hmm. of my concern from other people I to guess too and I can, yeah. I can like I can guess that these certain podcasters are not gonna <laughs> like not gonna like her style but to, mm-hmm. to that end I, I mentioned you know that these, these people have always existed. Um, but yeah. Is there anything more on previously on that you want to get into? Um,
1: I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we didn't talk about. Um, oh, what'd you think of her outfit? Her reveal
0: of what she looked like? Oh my God. I, <laughs> I, I wasn't there for that. Me um, neither. So. I was
1: like, this doesn't feel right. It, it, yeah, it felt it, a little too costumey.
0: Yeah, it it's it's the makeup that really did the issue for me. They made her mm. eyebrows like really really dark, and they, I just <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. I just I just defended the fact that she's larger than life, and yeah. and arguably what's her name in the the goddess of death, yeah. Um in Thor Ragnarok. Um, she also has insane makeup and insane costume, like crazy, but yeah. um. I know it
1: you doesn't it doesn't quiet. mean that yeah it doesn't mean that the insane costuming doesn't work i just think t- like t- taste wise this one wasn't it for me like it didn't hit all the boxes for me
0: mm-hmm.
1: um like she could have still been like i mean i really liked um i liked what uh um, what's her name kate blanchett looked yes. like in um uh in thor ragnarok as a villain i liked her more without the headdress but mm-hmm. um when she didn't have the headdress on i was like oh she looks dope but um it was the I actually I didn't actually too much mind the the um, black on the like inner corners of her eyes by her brow bone and stuff, okay. but um, I think it was just like the the it just felt like a Halloween costume. like the the dress and all. That part kind of threw me a little bit. I, and I don't know if it's because she's old from Salem, but
0: <laughs> yeah, it's that. and they were probably trying to pay homage to her original outfit which was just like an old-timey woman yeah <laughs> true, that, true um, that she is technically old as dirt yeah that's true so. i i think part of our part of it might just be introduction like you yeah. we were introduced to her in like you know casual clothes mm-hmm. and so for her to go from that to that um was a little a little much but yeah i don't know maybe maybe it'll grow on us i don't know um, mm-hmm. I did find the makeup to be distracting. And that's okay. what I'll say. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, and we've already touched enough on the boys, the the sons and trying mm-hmm. to figure out what's going to happen to them. So my I haven't changed any viewpoints on that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I just wanted to mention like a few critiques that I had for the show. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was a good episode to do it for because we retconned we went back in time and sort of re in a way rewrote Wanda's history or wrote it for the first time mm-hmm. because so much of her history has been off screen mm-hmm. and we've always been told what Wanda is and we've always mm-hmm. been told you should feel bad for Wanda because she has had these traumas and we saw Pietro we saw Vision dying mm-hmm those are the true traumas we saw everything else was just told to us mm-hmm. and the my big thing and i have a friend of mine who will not watch the series because they're upset about the characterization of wanda and vision throughout the mcu and i fully support their feelings towards it because i feel similar but i also think saw the trailer for the show and thought it looked re- hella cool and was like, I gotta watch this. Um, um
1: What do you mean by that? So, like,
0: their um,
1: relationship.
0: Yeah, so Captain America Civil War, it's the first time we see that they're a couple and it's like mm-hmm hey guys, Wanda and Vision are a couple now and we're going to have to pin them against each other and see how that's going to be. That's going to be so wacky. Two people who love each other, who have to fight each other. That's so wacky in, in, in like Civil War. It happens mm-hmm. in the comics. We can do it. But again, that relationship development was all off screen. And mm-hmm. I'll be the first one to say that, you know, Natasha and the Hulk should never have been together but mm-hmm. at least we got to see them become a couple together. And with them becoming a couple, that's when you start rooting for them. You say, okay, like, they, like, oh my gosh, yeah. Vision comes from nothing. And mm-hmm. Wanda has nothing. She lost everything. Per- they do work as a couple. and you wo- And you root for them as a couple. And so in Civil War... I just remember being an audience member and being like, no, this is stupid. Why did you guys just push them together? This feels dumb. And then come Infinity War, I, when I watch Infinity War, I still hate, not hate, but like I still am bored when we cut back to Wanda and Vision. Every time we cut to Wanda and Vision's storyline, until the very end when he's actually killed which i i was moved by because the acting's so good um but i'm just i don't root for them because all of their relationship building was off camera we were just Mm -hmm. told they're a couple now you guys need to you know as an audience member you have to root for them and and i know i'm not the only person who feels this way and like i said i have a friend who who won't watch the series because um because of it And having watched the series, I do root for them now, but because the series is taking the time to show us why to root for them. It's taking the Mm. time to show that they're a loving couple, that in, and especially in this previously on episode, we see their relationship budding from the first time in that exact moment where Vision says, I come from nothing. I have nothing holding me behind. I have nothing that I loved. Therefore there's, you know, that that's my sadness but your sadness is that you had something you loved and now it's taken away and I think that's so poetic and beautiful and I so very much want to root for it but it's very Mm -hmm. retconned they're writing the story now when they should have wrote the story a long time ago in order for us to root for these characters Mm -hmm. and that's a huge critique I have for the show the fact that it's built around Wanda and Vision's relationship and you know the whole time we've just been told why we should like root for them we haven't been shown why we should root for them mm-hmm. we are now but do you know, i know i just talked a lot
1: <laughs> no 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 i'm thinking i'm just thinking sorry <laughs> did i look did i look like i didn't mean to look if i was like looking just like she's talking that's not what, why i was looking i was looking because i was i was trying to think pack at previous movies you know what i mean yeah. and trying to figure out where i saw them at and like i was thinking like i get that i And it's interesting because I wonder, like, just to play devil's advocate, I wonder had we, had they shown more of their relationship throughout the movie, I wonder if we would have gotten people who, like, I don't want to see this. Like, show me the stuff that's important to the storyline of this whole Avengers thing kind of thing. And I don't know exactly where they would have placed that at. And it's really confusing for me to think about because there's so many movies and I don't understand the timeline very well. I do when I'm watching it but when I'm not watching it and I have to think back to it, I'm like, I don't know which one was first. I don't know what happened, when and where. So I'm wondering if like people would have felt like on the opposite end of that, like I don't care about Wanda and Vision's relationship had they shown it but versus like what you just said. I wish they would have shown it more because it would have solidified this relationship going into WandaVision kind of thing. It would have made more sense for me. So I don't, I don't know. I, I I think I'm thinking like, did I ever feel that way when I was watching them, that I needed more of their story to feel like I wanted to root for them? And I can't, it's hard to, re- it's hard to remember how I felt in that moment. I don't think I, I don't think I thought too hard about it. And I think I was more so just thinking about, like, I think I was thinking about the story as a whole. And I wasn't, like, thinking about individual characters so much, which is interesting, you know, because, her friend obviously was, and that's why it makes them feel like I don't want to invest in this in this TV show, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I never really thought about it from that perspective.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I I really do agree. I I'm not like offended by it. I think I was mm-hmm. back in the day during Captain yeah. um, during Civil well, War, but I'm not, at this point I'm not offended because Infinity yeah. War was so good.
1: Yeah yeah I was going to say we I remember us being like very much like do we really need to see uh, Natasha Romanoff say the sun's getting real low, buddy? (laughs) Like we didn't need, I, I remember us feeling like this is dumb. This is stupid because Mm -hmm. at the time it was really the only female, strong female character we had that was kicking ass. That was a part of the team kind of thing. And so I think we felt too, like, why does she have to have a romantic interest and why does it have to be the Hulk? And why does she have to feel like we need to babysit the Hulk? And why? And also too, just everything, the way that they handled that character was real, effed up in a sense you know so I, it's interesting yeah I, I think I just I don't know I just really wish I remember how I felt at that moment at that time when I was watching that I do distinctly remember feeling that way about Natasha Romanoff's character Black Widow though
0: I will say it really felt it's civil war that you have to think about the most um mm-hmm. you know I can think about it because Infinity War there's so much going on yeah it's likely not to think too hard on their relationship Mm-hmm. Though if you rewatch it like it's definitely a storyline um yeah but you're you know, right it's but, so well acted so I think that's why we believed it you're right yeah and um but in 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 infinity war they were they just mentioned they're together now they live in the mm-hmm. same they live in the same apartment essentially mm-hmm. and um I just remember I said infinity war I meant civil war mm-hmm. um it's i just remember really like vividly feeling like what 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 are you doing here like why i feel like why am i supposed to root for them as a couple we never saw them get together we they're, they're there's no explanation here and yeah. they were just
1: so ha- they just so happened to be in the compound together i don't think it was like a choice to live together it was just like one of those things where like you're roommates and you spend time with people so now okay you see people okay. in a different way cuz that was that was it she was confined to the compound during civil war because after the thing that happened in 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 um what's it called in um uh in lagos in lagos nigeria when she in the sokovia accord so then like she was stuck there so i think that's where we see that flashback of her connecting with vision on the bed is because they were both technically on tony's side and therefore stuck at the compound kind of thing
0: yeah well i know yeah i'm not i'll move on uh... <laughs> no, it's okay <laughs> talk about it talk about it no you <laughs> I, I, it's one of those things I don't know the mechanics that well I think mm-hmm. you know that was the beginning of their their relationship and it was mm-hmm. before Civil War so um, that was just the compound like before Civil War before um, probably before Lagos too because Wanda wasn't a Avenger yet she was still under Avenger care Um <laughs> Yeah, well, she was there, but, like right after Ultron. That's
1: when she moved into mm-hmm. the the compound thing. But then, oh yeah, we did get Vision out of Ultron. So technically, he was there too, right? Yeah. But I don't remember seeing him in the in the flashback of like we got new tra- like recruits to train. Was he there? He was there. He must have been there because that's how we got Vision from that possible. W- he wasn't movie. being trained though,
0: because he like doesn't need born to be with it all. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybe it's Tony's. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. That took me a few tries. <laughs> this is why this is not an improv co- podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Never claim to be comedians.
1: No, uh, no.
0: <laughs> just nerds who like uh, television and movies. Right. Um, let's move on (laughs) well tell me tell me another qualm you had or another no my other qualm and this is gonna be more on the television series and i've Uh heard i've heard this i've i've thought about this and i've even mentioned it on our first podcast Mm -hmm. um the show for the first two episodes especially it's Mm -hmm. lee sitcom and Mm -hmm. it's sort of it's sort of strange. It's sort of like, I'm not really here for the mystery at this point. I'm just watching a straight up sitcom and it Mm -hmm. doesn't really feel until the fourth episode until you're in the middle of the show. Mm
1: -hmm. So like
0: episodes one through three are mostly sitcom with hints of mystery, of hints of show. And I enjoyed that a lot. It works for a streaming device but if it was on, but back in the day it wouldn't really fly i've heard the you know several complaints saying those first three episodes could have just been one episode or if this mm. was a show on you know broadcasted television this would never fly because it doesn't put a plot to the television show a pilot mm-hmm. needs to have the entire you know exciting moment in a plot and b plot mm-hmm. started um right. so that's, I wanted to mention it because I've heard it a lot of places and I also felt it myself, especially for the first two episodes where I thought I just watched a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. 1950s sitcom and I didn't really come here to watch 1950s mm-hmm. sitcom, but I, mem- I remember you saying like you enjoyed the Visions story where he was drunk and that was enjoyable and, and, and it and was, this yeah, was yeah. fun, but it was a little, the ratio was off for me. Yes. Um,
1: agreed. Yeah. that that like there was bits that were fun but I think I said the same thing too when we first did the first couple episodes was like it took me a while like I I remember pausing the first two one of like the first two episodes because I was like this is boring because I'm not a sitcom person especially not a 50s like I didn't watch the Dick Van Dyke show I didn't really watch I Love Lucy like to me now those are boring um so at first I was kind of and that's and that's exactly what they are they're just purely old sitcoms you know so I was like Ooh, can I get through with this but it's interesting that you say that that like the the first episode the pilot episode should have the plot kind of in it in the sense of like wanting to get people to be like okay I need to continue watching this show because it gives me a little taste about what this this show is going to be about so it needs to have some like underlying hints of the entire tv show or the entire plot within it to kind of hook people but to your point of what you were saying that like it's on a streaming device. It's on Disney Plus and it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're going to get, people are going to continue to watch it. So Mm -hmm. it, like, I think they knew what they were doing in that aspect. It was, and also, like, I think it was smart for them to um, release, I think they released the first two episodes all on the same day. Mm -hmm. Had they not, (laughs) I don't know, it would have felt a little different. It would have felt like Ugh, this is is this the enti- is this what the entire show is going to be because if so and in, in ways it was it was obviously every episode was a different sitcom but mm-hmm. we, like you said we started by that fourth episode starting to get more like mm-hmm. mystery and weaving in like what the hell is going on with wanda and vision and stuff like that but i'm um, it was smart for them to do the first two episodes if they were going to purely do a sitcom kind of thing to really released those two episodes at the same time kind of thing had it been on regular television I don't know if that would have flied but also it's Disney and Disney was probably like we know people are going to watch this we know it's highly anticipated Mm -hmm. and it's on a streaming device our own streaming device so it probably made them feel like they can do kind of a little bit of however they wanted to present this in a way and I think it's interesting because even though I didn't like the sitcom aspect I loved Elizabeth Olsen's acting Oh, so it was yeah. weird. It was like a weird trade-off kind of thing. I was like this is boring, but I really like her. I really like her acting capability in this yes. show.
0: And 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 same with I think I've I've seen C- Katherine Hahn act a lot. So mm-hmm. and so she she really does fit so perfectly into that um sitcom character. Mm-hmm. So I also enjoyed watching her, but I was like, I'm not really seeing anything new here. Um, mm. but for Elizabeth Olsen, it was very new, and and I agree. I yeah, I, I agree. We're we're both on the Elizabeth Olsen train all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: I'm wondering yeah. if they're gonna turn her into a villain. I have a feeling that's I gonna happen. It. I think I a, it
0: can be done. <laughs> yeah,
1: I have a feeling that's what's gonna happen. That's just yeah. like my underlying feeling. It makes sense. Because mm-hmm. uh, like I'm trying to think like what's this next being that you're trying to like, you got to one up it, you know, like it it can't be like, I mean, Thanos was a really big threat, obviously, but like, how are you going to make people feel even more? And it's going to be, I like the idea of like, you have this person who we love, who you find out is this incredibly strong being. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be this weird conflict of like, she's like doing some really bad things but you also like she saved the world and we have an emotional connection to her so she's like it's going to be complex in that way so and i don't mean like she doesn't have to be the full villain for the entire phase whatever phase we're on or anything like that but i like the idea of her doing something with these abilities that she obviously doesn't know how to fully control (laughs) (laughs) Like, giving someone a loaded gun while they're grieving, and then she does something to fuck up the world. (laughs) so, yeah, yeah,
0: I'm excited for that. While I get tired of the trope of an incredibly powerful woman being unable Mm. to control her powers, I am Mm. tired of that trope. Yeah. I can't say it's not effective. It's Um, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. and, and, And for Wanda, especially Wanda, it is so integral to that like marvel like that marvel character in mm-hmm. the comic books like she's always yeah. been her motions have been tied to her her powers mm-hmm. um and same goes for the phoenix but that is why it is very enjoyable having a captain marvel i'm not gonna lie um mm-hmm. that's my opinion but uh yeah. and hopefully you know um proton will be a fun she'll, she'll probably proton? be the same is it proton is that her name photon Photon, thank you. Yeah. I, I can't be... Uh,
1: I, I just learned it today. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I was like thinking to myself, what is is? a
0: proton? What is a proton? That wasn't off, far off. It's, yeah, has to it's, to do it's with chemistry. part of an atom. Yeah. Write uh, <laughs> in if I'm wrong.
1: Um, <laughs> it sounded like I said... <laughs> it sounded like I said proton, though. So
0: it's fr- proton, photon. It's photon. Separate, yeah. Sorry, scientists. But- Well, that's just.
1: Um, I think that's just the name of her character in the thing. I don't know if that's actually
0: going to be her, though. Yeah, we'll see. I'm they. She's gone by two different names. I can't recall the other one, and I'm not going to look it up right now. Yeah, but um, yeah, that I think that's a soad if uh, an episode. Mm -hmm. If we want to, is there Uh, any things left? Final
1: thoughts, season finale. What do you think? What do you think we're getting?
0: It's theories def- we know it has to do with the boys um mm. i think we've mentioned so much of our ideas i we know by now Mephisto's not coming in and if he does i'll be pissed it's um, interesting i've heard people say that it might happen but oh gosh i'm I like you can't throw in a character at the very end but maybe they mm-hmm. will to tie it into the bigger we universe
1: we got um, white vision so I'm not sure yeah. if I'm excited about
0: that. Yeah, I hope it's a long episode. That's one thing I have. True. Because um, I'm like, I feel like you gotta fit a ton in to answer. Yeah. I want to see some photon fighting because I think mm. she's really cool um, yeah. to watch her fight, and I also want to see Wanda fight. Um, and Vision might fight. I what I really want is I want this like our Vision or Wanda's mm-hmm. Vision. Mm-hmm. survive somehow i'd love that. yeah um yeah. because i've grown attached to him
1: yeah Again, i don't know
0: growing attached to fictional characters
1: <laughs> well i don't know. No, i'm like interested to know if the hex is still gonna be a thing by this episode I-, I mean she knows that she's the one creating it so she can definitely she should be able to take it down if she wants to so at this point all the all the like everything's out in the open like you you obviously did this you just saw yourself do that when you went back in time or whatever you did um like memory walked or whatever so I don't know what happens with the hex and freeing all those people kind of thing but that's you got to figure that out you can't just leave I don't know if you can just leave that but yeah I don't know I I think uh, I really don't necessarily want to see a white vision I don't know why but I just
0: don't (laughs) when I saw that I was kind of just like I sort of agree. I was like, I don't care. This just feels yeah. like the more Ultron business, and I just yeah. don't care.
1: I don't care at all. I know it was a very weird. I didn't feel like you know how those post-credit scenes you are kind of like, ooh, but that didn't get me. Ooh, it just got me like, oh, I don't really want to see this kind of. Yeah, thing, I was so. like, I was
0: expecting this, but we've seen this before, like in, like a anti an anti vision, and yeah. it, it is very comic booky. It's it's not weird to have a bizarro vision or anything like that but right right but yeah. like, like i said i'm like I'm, I'm i i don't mind robot type characters um uh-huh. but you know make them nuanced
1: <laughs> yeah make
0: them really nuanced don't make them just like vision with no emotion um yeah it, it just putting this out there for any producers listening, um, any you know DC producers listening, because <laughs> I know I know you're part of our audience. Um, <laughs> you know, make a Brainiac oh. Superman movie. Okay, thanks. You want that? Yes. Oh, okay. I think it would be great. <laughs> I think it would I'm be just... incredibly enjoyable, and I think it's what the people want. Oh. I don't want any more Superman. That's what I want. <laughs> but I want don't Superman want done correctly. That's what I want. I, you know?
1: I think I've just completely given up on that. But
0: um, the last thing I just wanted to say, and
1: hopefully I can remember it. Um, oh, what I really would like from the final episode is Wanda stop being, like how you said, the trope of like a woman not, a female woman not really being super powerful, but not being able to control it. I hope now that she has all the pieces that she needs, just embrace that shit. That's I what that. I need. Yeah. That would That's be what it. I need. That's all I need. I'm like, embrace that shit, and whatever the consequences may be, save your boys. <laughs> but yeah. embrace that. You clearly know you did this. So... Figure it out yeah. <laughs> and use it. So that's, that's what I want. I
0: I I will. I'll get behind that for
1: sure. Yeah, just be a badass, which she already is. But just own
0: your badass. Yeah. 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 Get control. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, well, so I got. Well, thanks for listening, everyone, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you next time for the final installment of wandavision i know you think they're gonna make a season two no i don't, yeah, I don't think so. i don't think so either
1: okay sorry no. i'm getting on topic again i just no, thought about that
0: when you said final yeah no i'm pretty i'm pretty sure um because it's so integral to like this, the mcu I don't yeah i agree okay Hey guys, um, our music is I Used to Love Hip Hop by Audio Binger. You can find Audio Binger on the Free Music Archives. And our cover art is by our very own Terry. So yeah.